This is Discussion with Gen Z, a series put together by Ninera Podcast, where young Christian persons discuss subject matters ranging from creativity to education, to prayer, to faith, to excellence, to business, to purpose, and much more. I'm your host. My name is Ulua Tosin. Join us on today's episode. Yes, so we're back. And today, I'm super excited. You would not believe the guest that I have for you today. But I will allow him to do the honors and introduce himself. So please, who are you? My name is Harrison Akoridi. I think that should be enough introduction. Tell us more. More like what? More like your personality, what you do, what you enjoy, and all of that. Right. My personality, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm introverted, as introverted as they come. I, I don't think it gets more introverted than this. That's that's all that's really necessary about my personality and about what I do. Um, I do forex trade, and yeah, I read books for a living. That's that's all I do. Yes, as introverted as they come, I agree. So, um, you read books for a living? How? What does that mean? Living doesn't necessarily mean like get money from me. Like that's just probably the thing I enjoy doing the most on earth. Like reading books. It's like watching movies for me. It's just what I do to get myself lost, to get myself engaged. Yeah, that's basically all I do. So what kind of books do you read? Every kind. Just humorous and name a few. Self help books, spiritual books, novels. Science fiction, fantasy, anything you can think of. As far as it's informative, pretty sure I would read it. Can you tell us maybe books that you've read or authors that you feel like they really shifted your mindset to help you have the kind of mindset that you do have right now? Authors. I'd I, I, I prefer books because, yeah, if it's author, one person that I know that's really helped is Brian Tracy yeah I I read his books a lot so I feel he has really helped develop the kind of mindset I have specifically about business and things like that books I would recommend there's one book I read recently a book by Napoleon Hill how to sell your way through life I recommend I really really recommend it's a good book power of habit the Gift of Imperfections. Yeah, those are the possibly the best books I've read in recent time. Makes sense. So we kept referring to the kind of mindset that you have. Can you just explain what sort of mindset do you have? This is a very broad question. I can't exactly answer it. I, my mindset on things are different in many ways. So you mentioned business books. What's your mindset on business for a young person. Value acquisition is possibly the most important thing that you'd ever do in business. Okay, value acquisition and association are possibly the most important thing that as someone that wants to do anything in life would be the, the most important things that you'd have to pay attention to. Association in general, association with people, association with God, association with information. So before we even go into um, association, this value acquisition, what can you just tell us about it? Mm, value acquisition, from my perspective, is 
the Bible says something. The Bible says, um, before a man builds his house, is it not wise for him to first count the cost? Value acquisition is like counting the, the cost component of whatever you want to achieve in your life. Value acquisition is, to a large extent, experience building, knowledge acquisition. Knowledge acquisition is like the most important part of value acquisition. But you see, you cannot just, something I'd like to emphasize is you cannot just get knowledge randomly. There are specific bodies of knowledge that produce certain results. Like if you want to develop your, your, your spiritual life is a building. So if you are going to count the cost, hmm? business ideas are not one of the things that develop your spiritual life. There are specific things that develop your spiritual life. So value building is finding out by reading, by talking to mentors, the specific things that you need to develop your spiritual life. And it's like that cutting across every every component of human existence, every component of human living. So it's specific it's not the specific body of knowledge that produces the certain results you want and going for the knowledge and getting experience enough to know how the knowledge is applied. So you do not just get puffed up on knowledge. You actually know how this knowledge is applied and applying it. It's one thing to know how it is applied, it's another thing to apply it. So yeah, that's basically all I would like to say about value building. So for value acquisition, you you would say that you can add value to every aspect of life. Yeah, you should actually add value to every aspect of life. Be a continuous learning experience in your spiritual life, in your business life, in your academic life, every point at every component of your life should be specifically you should specifically source out information source out mentorship to be the best possible version of yourself in that aspect of your life okay so you are someone that seems to always challenge everyone that is associated to you why why not is the question <laughs> like why why not you see growing up and being privileged to be born privileged being privileged to be born in this side of the world you get to see a lot of things you get to see people suffer you get to see people be poor you get to see different kinds of things and for myself i possibly because I'm an introvert I think about things a lot so many times when I see things like this it gets me thinking like what did they do wrong what happened where did they go wrong what could they have done better because I do not want to repeat the same mistakes that other people made around me experience is the best teacher but it doesn't have to be your own experiences you can learn from the experiences of everybody around you so as much as it is me challenging people it is also me challenging myself once you, when you say something, you hear it two times. You thought about it first, then you say it out and you yes, hear it again. So challenging people is a way of challenging myself to do better. See, the world needs better. We have to do better. We cannot... Jesus is not glorified in mediocrity. We cannot glorify Jesus if we are mediocre. We cannot glorify Jesus if we are mediocre. That is the reason I tend to challenge everybody around me like just be the best version of yourself you don't have to be everything you just have to be the best at what you do 
a lot of the insult that the church is getting today is because we are not largely people of value. The people that are people of value are the preachers. People that are not preachers many times do not know what to do with their life, so they just settle for being mediocre. Settle for Jesus is coming soon, so why do I have to be rich? I don't need it. I want there I will go to. This is not my earth is not my own. I'm just a passerby. Like so we it's that understanding, yes, correct, but it sponsors a lot of mm, complacency. Sponsors a lot of irresponsibility knowing that one day you will go to another realm that is not this realm and you will be walking on streets of gold and everything like that so i i just tend to challenge people around me like do better the world needs you to do better jesus needs you to do better yeah and it's very important to also know that god has supplied everything that we need to live life to the fullest so it is our responsibility to engage all that he has supplied to us. So, association. What's your view on association? Mm-hmm. Alright. You see, I believe the most important, the single most important determinant of the outcomes of your life are the mindsets that you hold. There is nothing in your life that would ever be as important or play a major role that is as important as the role that your mindsets play. So, it is imperative that you pay attention to the kind of mindset you acquire. And in my little knowledge, I have come to realize that there is almost nothing in your life that determines your mindset as much as the information, as much as the association rather that you keep. Your association with everything, your association with knowledge, your association with God and his principles, your association with people. But I think I would actually like to go more on your association with people like it is possibly one of the ones the ones we can relate with the most like the people that you have around they they are a great determinant to the kind of life you live there is a popular quote that goes um if you want to know yourself look at your five closest friends because they are a reflection of people that you spend most of your time with the people that you surround yourself with ultimately determine the direction that your life is going. The truth is, free will is an illusion. You really don't have free will. You are always influenced, always. From when you wake up to when you go back to sleep, you are always influenced. Maybe you are walking on the road and you hear a particular song and somehow the song stuck, gets stuck in your head. You, you, What you think is a choice that you made is of, it, it's probably just something you saw somewhere what you think is an idea is possibly just something you saw somewhere and people get it twisted and think the influence always has to be from this realm no it doesn't always have to be it can be from the holy spirit it can be from demon spirits it can also be from just normal human beings but from from advertisements social media to many of these things you are always influenced someone is always influencing you someone is always saying something that gets stuck in your head and to a large extent, we can't control this. Like when you wake up in the morning and you go to the bus stop to board the bus to your workplace, you cannot slap the bus driver that is playing vulgar music. You'll get beaten up, right? Yes. But one thing you can do is you can determine the person you spend the rest of your life with. You can determine the people you work with. You can determine the friends that you spend 
more than half of your day with. You can you cannot determine what people post on their social media, but you can determine the people you follow. So you can, to a large extent, not to a large extent, to to an extent, you can determine the kind of information you are exposed to, because the kind of things you are exposed to determine the outcome of your life, determine the kinds of mindset you have, determine the kind of results you produce, because ultimately, you reflect your most predominant thoughts. The things that you think about the most are the things that you are going to see play out in your life. You see, there's something called the new religion now, that is manifestation and all those things. That's basically what they talk about, about placing your mind on something till you manifest the results. It's, it's, you stole it from Christianity, but okay. But, so, it is even the Bible to an extent says it. I can't remember how it puts it, but speak and believe and you will receive something along those lines. You have the things you think about the most are the things that determine the outcome of your life. I The, the relationship for me between re- association and um, mindset is, for instance, imagine you have a city, like a big city, and imagine this city has a king and lawmakers, and imagine it has a gatekeeper. For instance, if the king and the lawmakers decide to make a law and say a person that certain ladies that are dressed in certain ways cannot come into the city and imagine a lady comes to the gate of the city and says like begs the gatekeeper and says please i need to enter like it's really urgent can the gatekeeper actually allow her in that's the point he can't he really can't but you see the thing is there are laws that are binding the things that go on in that city. So as much as he can allow her, yeah, he shouldn't. And it's only a matter of time because she's entering into a city. Another person can see her. Another person can do anything to her. It is only a matter of time till the laws catch up with both the woman and the person that is allowing her in. Like, it could allow her for many reasons. You look like my mother, so I will allow you in. You are really beautiful, so I will allow you in. But it's only a matter of time till the laws catch up with him. And he would pay. So, to to an extent, you would have to conform to the laws that are binding the city. As much as, yes, once in a while, you can allow certain things. Like, for instance, so now let me relate that to association. And Association is like the lawmakers. Almost the ultimate determinant of anything you're ever going to do in your life. Your mindsets are like, they are, it's like the gatekeeper. Yes, your mindset is powerful because, yes, it can still allow some things in. But ultimately, right, it is the association that determines what the lawmaker, what the gatekeeper has to do. Let me, let me try to explain better. I can allow you enter into the city as a gatekeeper, right? But there are laws binding the city. It's like how I can have a friend that is a smoker. I can have a group of friends that are smokers. And I don't immediately start smoking. It is a gradual process. So I could still be telling myself every day, smokers are going to hell. I'm not, I'm not a smoker. I'm, my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. I can keep telling myself that every day. That is a way of, in my story, a way of allowing this woman in. As much as you are surrounded with people that are smoking, you are still finding a way to reinforce your beliefs. But it is only a matter of time. 
you might not pick up a cigarette, but it's only a matter of time till you start to accommodate it. You get to a point in your life where you're like, oh, it's not so bad. They are ultimately good people. So, like, they are good people. Why? Let's not judge people. Jesus said, don't judge. Why? Why? Why are we judging? Like, it's only a matter of time till you see yourself accommodating. And it is like that. Paul was not joking when he said, evil communication corrupts good manners. There is no human being that is incorruptible. There is nothing that you cannot do. Let's stop deceiving ourselves. There is nothing that you cannot do. There are things that you choose not to do, but there is nothing that you cannot do. Even an asthmatic patient can smoke a cigarette. It will just affect you. So there is almost nothing that you can't do. Many times we just choose not to do it. And there is possibly nothing that influences your choices and your beliefs as much as the association that you keep around you, they are, in my opinion, one of the ultimate determinants of how you live, what you do, the decisions you make, what you call free will is just the formation of many of the people, many of the information and many of the things you know. So that is basically my take on association. Wow, that's a long take on association. How would you say that your relationship with God has influenced your association, your mindset, and other decisions that you have made over the years or that you're currently making? You see, there are many ways that God influences your decisions and the things that you do in your life. There are two that I would um, base upon because they are the two that are clearest to me. Number one is encounter. Number one is encounter. Like encounter is an experience that makes something real to you. It's something that happens that makes a reality, reality of God, reality of anything real to you. A person, something, and information. Number two is the word of God. There's almost nothing that you would ever do in your life as a Christian if you do not prioritize the word of god you are, you are kidding yourself because the bible is structured in such a way that exposing yourself a lot to it by the guidance of the holy spirit it begins to build your belief system begins to build your knowledge about god you begin to know things about god there are dimensions to knowing god there are dimensions of knowing his principles and there are dimensions of um becoming like him Knowing this principle is um, what Job described when he was saying in the days of my youth when the secrets of the Lord were upon my tabernacle. You see, the end of knowing these principles is to do things in the earth realm, like extend the hand of God, extend the principles, extend the um, manifestations of the workings of God in this physical realm. The realm of being like the realm of becoming like Jesus is what the Bible says, having this mind in you, the mind of Christ. That is basically, many times it is manifested in character, what we call character. Like character, um, virtue, is your closeness to the character of Jesus. So, the Bible is possibly the most important thing in building your knowledge. Like you, you actually have to take out time to sit down and study the Bible, study the scriptures, build your mind. See, in the Bible, there's almost nothing that you would ever face in your life that has not been dealt with. Low self-esteem, the answer is there. See, I, I, I don't know of any book that handles the issue of low self-esteem the way the Bible does. 
if you pay attention to the Bible, I can assure you, you would you would come out thinking you can you can conquer the entire world. But see, because when the Bible speaks, the Bible speaks to us as global people, like take over the world, like the world will come and bow at your feet upon the mount of Zion. Like when you read all these things, it doesn't allow you to have a mediocre mindset. It allows you to have a global mindset. You don't see, let me just have my small business, just live a simple life. I don't, I'm not stressing the devil, so the devil doesn't stress me. But when you expose yourself by the guidance of the Holy Spirit to the scriptures, it begins to build your mind, build your mindset, helps you think globally, helps you think dominion, helps you think change, helps you think. I don't think there is anything in my life that has had as much impact as the Word of God has had on my life on my belief systems and on every other thing largely the way i think today is because of the things i believe about god the things i know about god and it is reflected in almost everything i say so that's just how i feel my relationship with god him exposing me to his word by the guidance of the holy spirit basically formed what i call truth today and yeah i'm still in the active process of learning because there are many things i believe that are not true but yeah, that's it. You never learn everything. If God is eternal, you can't expect to know everything in time. Wow. Okay. So I think that I'm bringing you back. Just so that you know. Just tell us, what verse would you say influences you the most? Or a verse that speaks to you the most? Yeah, if I'm going to relate it to this whole topic, I think it would be... Ah, the fight is here. So yeah, the scriptures I think first Corinthians fifteen thirty three and be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. And and yeah, and Psalm ninety one verse four no, so he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. I know you don't see how it relates, let me explain. It relates in such a way that um he that dwelleth, he that dwelleth, he that lives in the house of Mr. Harrison, there are certain things that it leads to. So he that dwelleth in the sacred place of the Most High, he that has an association with God. That scripture is basically talking about the realities that are afforded to you, the realities that are given to you by associating with God. They are not the same realities that are associated with you when you are relating with a man. So be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners, and he that dwelleth in the sacred place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So First Corinthians fifteen thirty three. And some nights one verse one. Thank you so much. So would you be back? Well, if you invite me, sure I will. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was a nice time. I really enjoyed myself. Thank you very much for the privilege. Thank you. Okay. That was my brother. And thank you also for listening to this episode of discussion with Gen Z. I hope you were blessed as much as I was. If you have any questions, any suggestions, any contribution, or anyone that you would like me to interview on this particular show, please write us at neurapodcast at gmail.com or send us a message at www.instagram.com at neurapodcast. Remain blessed and goodbye.